Hello, welcome back to First Time Films. Uh, Earlier this month, we talked about underrated films, so of course we need to get more negative. We need to moan a bit. So we're talking Uh, about overrated films today, films we think are overhyped, overrated. Um, I'm going to try not to just say, I think it's shite. We're going to try and explain why uh, we feel it's overrated. I was anticipating that. I was just going to say I'm joined by the usual uh, Jack Higgins. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm good. You're doing okay. Doing okay. Doing yeah. all right, mate. Just staying hydrated. Life's a party. Stay hydrated. Life's a party. Uh, Nikki's here. Nikki, how's how's tricks today? Um, hi, fine, mate. We've just been talking for ages. I think, mate, um, I'll tell you about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke back from his day in the office today. How are you, mate? How are you doing? Scun up, scun up, fucking scun up, scun up. I've ate too much. I've realised I've got too of ahead of myself. Uh, What'd you have like, dinner tonight? Chips and beans? No, no, no. <laughs> I had sausage roll, chips and beans, and my mom can eat her. So I ate a sausage roll and a half and chips and beans, and it was oh. cracking. But, must um, have a massive sausage roll. It was class. It was good. It was right for the butchers. Right for the butchers. If he's watching sponsors, Ooh. that's cool. But um, a nice butcher sausage roll. Uh, I'm just gonna not gonna lie, Truff. Uh, this isolation is getting to me on a whole new level. Because uh, yesterday I ate a full tub of Pringles sour cream and onion, and I ate it all, and then I don't remember eating it all, and I felt ill. I've done it anyway I know I've just ate so much of my dinner and I'm on my fourth beer so downward spiral here they come Woo-hoo. that sounds like a class day yes money I'm in system you know what I mean go. <laughs> right so we're going to talk about overrated films today we're going to do this in the reverse order for our under from our underrated films episode which means we are starting off kicking us off today Jack Higgins what's your first overrated film right <clears throat> The Social Network is mine. <gasps> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the Shock Factor already kicking in with oh the Social Network. Oh my god. That's I'm glad you are all ready to defend it. I, I don't even really know where to begin. I just really didn't like it at all. Thought oh. the acting was bland. Thought, um, who wants to even really give a fuck about a movie about... Oh. About a social network, like I don't really care how Facebook began. Truff, like, tag me in. Like, I Truff, really... tag me in already. Truff, I need in. I need in. Truff, tag no, me in. No, wait. Let him finish. Let him finish. I really, I really don't care for it. Uh, I think generally, I don't have great views on social media. Anyway, I think why would I want to sit through a two-hour-long movie and learn about how a guy made multi-million, multi-millions <laughs> of pounds and dollars and pesetas? Just to fucking, like, just to literally oversee a section of the world, uh, construct to social boundaries and social chains. Oh, fucking shut up, you know, shut up, shut up, shut up. And now, now we're actually, like, affect, the fact that Hollywood has felt this has to be glamorised is, well, it just says it all for me. It it all. All. I think so. it's stupid. I don't really care about law. I don't really care about corporate law. I don't care about <laughs> law about social networks. I don't care about law of public uh, freedom of speech. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. And and then Jesse Eisenberg, right? I've not really even seen him in anything else apart from this. Uh, I just think he's the most boring cunt ever. <laughs> like, the what a bland, bland guy. 
A bland guy, says Jack Higgins. Um, look, I don't know if you like the social network or not, um, but I think he probably does. <laughs> you, this was your source, your response to, are you to Jack, are you the wind up? The first thing you used to add, don't give a fuck who created fate, mate. It's no about Facebook, it's the story, the relationships, how it came Aye. to fruition. It does, it's no about corporate law either. It's just part Aye, of sometimes a lawsuit's in each other, being like, oh, well, we can do this and we can do that, but but no, you. It talks about how a college <laughs> student is going. Mm, no, you took this the wrong way, by the way, and you've told the wrong person. I'm going bush here. That was this was my favourite film until Baby Driver came, came along. That was Fuck your favourite. Social mate. Network be your favourite film. <laughs> mate, have you watched? Mate, you've clearly not watched it. <laughs> it is all right. You don't, you don't understand film. Right. It's okay. You don't understand film. <laughs> Listen, I, I watch movies. I watch movies to feel emotions and feel. The emotions right. of Stop the character right and Stop such. Right there. I Sometimes really I say you felt no emotion when Andrew Garfield's character was cheated out all that money <laughs> no. and ran up and smashed that keyboard up. You're trying to say you felt nothing, mate. John Geek Rage, man. I didn't feel it either. I just, I don't think, like, everyone feels relationships, right? Everyone goes through life having friends and falling out with friends and whatever, right? This is just that story, but they happen to create Facebook, which I don't care about. So that's effectively, you've made a movie about the relationships and the turmoil that these guys went through to become multi-millionaires, but realistically all they did was argue a bit, one of them tried to fuck the other one over, and then they went through a couple of lawsuits, that's, that's all that happened. And now one, of them, well, one of them is very powerful. We need to move on eventually, I'm going to give the last word here on social network to Nikki, perhaps a voice of reason in between Jack saying it's overrated, it's one of Luke's favourite films, do you, where it's do okay. you stand, Nikki? It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's, it's an okay, okay film. It's not it's great. It's not one you'd be like, oh, you need to see the social network. Nicky, shut the bed. It's, Nicky, it's shut all right. It. It's Listen, not like... I you would, took the middle ground here. You've let me down once again, Nicky. I, I never say... I would never say to anyone, oh my God, that, that social network, that's a must watch. <laughs> if you've got nothing else to watch, it's not going to be that bad. Fair enough. Well, listen. Right, this is all. This is a good one to start us off. I feel because this is all our personal opinions, so they're all going to differ here. You're going to. This is a, a boiling point for a pot for conflict. Uh, Luke, your first film, please. My first film is Avatar by James Cameron. Ooh, okay. Seen it. Uh, James Cameron's Avatar. I was having a discussion with a friend last night and I was like, oh, I'm trying to think of overrated films. And as soon as I said overrated, I thought Avatar. And I was like, this that film was dog meat. That film was absolute shite. And, and I'll tell you why. Because it's the most bland story and it goes after all the visuals and all that. It's pish. Load of shite. It's about any other Disney cookie cutter story. It's just the exact same thing. Guy gets transported into some mystical world and he starts to learn about them, realises that maybe he's got connections there, and then he defends them instead of going on the human side, and oh, it's, it's bollocks. No, nah, I'm not having nah, that. No, I, I completely disagree with you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the fact that you're defending Social Network, a, a, a movie based on, like, just, well, I've already said what it's based on, but, and then comparing it to a multi, or well, a universe, like, Pandora, with, I don't know, it goes, I'll, I'll agree with you to the fact that, yes, it does play to the fact, it plays to its strengths, which are its special effects and stuff, but to, to strip it back and say that it's just him in a foreign land trying to learn the natives is completely wrong. It's it's a whole, it's a whole mirroring, um, it's, it's mirroring of like Native Americans in, in America. 
and how people came and stripped the land apart and ripped it apart and started building stuff and, and it's like a, a complete parallel well, to Why do they not just make a film about Native Americans then? Why do they have to make them blue seven foot aliens? Because it doesn't cause any controversy that, about I, actual I, races no, I'm not having that Aye, shit. That's no. the perfect argument, mate. I've just shut you up with that. <laughs> absolutely not, because Avatar's absolute shit, and you're talking about the human. Humans, humans versus shit. another race. It's a jungle, and mate. That other it's race. jungle with big monkeys, mate. Big blue monkeys. <laughs> well, <I laughs> so it is, it's big blue monkeys shagging with their tails, and then going <laughs> they to shag with their hair. They don't shag with their <laughs> tails. Fucking shit, Joby, man. Tails, hair. Right, Luke sent me, obviously, people sent me their films the other day. And when he sent me Avatar, I've actually I've been thinking about it because I actually I completely agree with what you're saying about the story because one of the criticisms of the film is it's basically a, a billion dollar budget Fern Gully um, about like saving the environment and race relations and stuff like that. And I do think the story is oversimplified and it does have like this white savior argument. However, what saves the movie for me is the fact that these effects hold up to this day, like wow. over a decade later, wow. and the pushed forward motion capture, the yep. pushed forward 3D. Uh, so the movie was like it was super important. There's a reason oh, that Chuck, it was the highest grossing film. Gave yourself, man. But when was the last in... film you wanted to see in 3D? But when was the last film you wanted to see in 3D? You're talking as if this is revolutionised film, but I've it never been. I need to see that film in 3D. Yeah, but tw- yeah, 2009. I want to be based in the story. I don't care about the fucking visuals, Truff you do like this <laughs> this is an effect this is an achievement of visual cinema which I'm not I'm I'm really... this program on Facebook and I'm all happy none of this flying oh, through, through your taste right? listen look I agree with you I t- take story over visuals most of the time however the visuals in Avatar are stunning I do agree I think the story is very simplistic I think um, yeah the story's simple but then you, you, I mean we've literally just done like <laughs> Episodes on superhero movies and everything else, and Luke's I, been but, sitting there with his dick out. Listen back, I've never once said all the visuals in Infinity War was incredible. I don't talk about the visuals, it's an actual, it's made to be fiction. But Avatar, I know, mate. See, if you look at a superhero movie, you can just say, oh, it's a usual superhero movie that seems like things are going wrong, then the good guy wins at the end. You could simplify yeah. any movie like that. Exactly, so, you can strip it all back. But I exactly. think, could you just simplify social network or not? Well, I was a guy creating Facebook. And well, of course, but I think it's a pretty simple premise, though. <laughs> and, and, and you're saying Avatar's in, con- not in contrast to Avatar. The Avatar's simple as film made, man. Listen, right, so <laughs> we're going to move This on is going to tear us apart. <laughs> we're moving well, on from Avatar. But actually, if you adjust for inflation, it's the, still the second highest grossing film of all time. Yeah, it's actually gone, gone, gone with the lens. The the <laughs> well, my my first, it's gone with the wind adjusted for inflation. Uh, actual <laughs> pounds and dollars, it's at Avengers Endgame. Um, my first film that I present to you today um, is Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, now, See, I've I'm not seen to, it, so I have no word on this. I'm going to get the, the obvious... Um, elephant in the room about this part of the reason i dislike this movie is it is the worst offender in my opinion in the history of cinema of just blatant bisexual erasure freddie mercury was a bisexual man there's a line in the movie that says, camp? 
I do have a I do I do have a vesting interest in those stocks, Nicky. Uh, <laughs> I just wondering. There's a line in the movie where he says I'm bisexual, and then she says, "No, you're gay, Freddie," and it's never addressed again because Queen wanted to simplify his sexuality, and the nonce Brian Singer wanted to uh, simplify his sexuality. Just call my nonce. Yeah, because he the is. I'm calling, I'm calling. I'm calling the the pot the kettle black. Brian Singer is a nonce. Um, so that no when you say why I'm saying Brian Singer's name and the police show up. Anyway. Oh, Brian Singer, I'm thinking I'm fucking Brian May, and I'm like, that's a sweet statement. Listen, right, and we'll get, we'll get, we will get to really. Brian May, all right, we will get to Brian May, all right. Now, my, apart from that, right, my point of this movie is overall, did I find it enjoyable? Yes, but I found it enjoyable in the way I'd enjoy a Big Mac. Because I'm getting Queen music, I'm getting colourful images, I'm getting colourful, big, impressive concerts and stuff like that. This movie is not as profound as a Best Picture nominee should be. He should have never won for Best Actor because it's a caricature of playing Freddie Mercury. Never does he go by a sort of surface-level image of what Freddie Mercury could be and really dive into the sort of emotion behind him, in my opinion anyway. And also the depiction of the rest of the band Queen. Uh, the reason that Satcha Ban Cohen quit this movie, Satcha. yeah, was because. <laughs> sorry, I can't see his name. Right, for fuck's sake, um, was Satcha because Cohen the nonce. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to label that falsely. Um, the reason he quit was because Queen were too heavily involved, and you can see that in the actual finished product. Brian May comes across as God's gift to mankind in this movie. He's a perfect character he's basically like a Mary Sue he does absolutely no wrong at all in this movie um, Freddie Mercury is made out to be the bad guy in every situation there's an underlying tone of Queen could have made it without Freddie Mercury within this he was just another part of the band and wasn't the lead of the band which I think is disrespectful he's clearly the most talented member of that band and the reason it was successful so all of those reasons are why I would say Bohemian Rhapsody is overrated I don't know if anyone agrees or disagrees with that not so well, Truff, that's my um, third favourite film of all time. Um, <laughs> before, <laughs> let me tell you, before Social Network came along. <laughs> um, I, I've seen it, and uh, I'd, I'd, I, I've got neither disagreeing nor agreeing opinions. I've seen it, and I enjoyed it. But, I mean, I just enjoyed the tunes and that. I didn't really care that um, I didn't really look at it. I did, I've got to admit, but now you see it. They did very much um, make Brian May a, like a non-flawed character at all times. I'm pretty yeah. sure two of the songs he suddenly creates out of thin air. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. So I feel like that was like right. And then there was a there was a couple of times where Freddie was like talking about like, his turmoils when he was coming in pissed or he was high or whatever. And Brian May was like, yeah, you need to calm down. Like he was the like the guy the the angel was like right. You need to sort your life. He was the one who was telling him. So I felt like. Brian, he was always the one with the hidden shoulders, but I didn't take it. I was like, oh, maybe it was. I don't care. I don't really know the guy. Um, I thought it was. I, I thought it was alright. I thought it was. Um, I don't think it was bad. I thought. I thought the livey bit, livey bit at the end was class. But, the livey bit at the end is so excellent. Just yes. Can I ask? So what? What is it that's making it overrated for you? Because the fact it's an okay movie that's got a shit ton of buzz behind it. Just because it is the story, it got because an Oscar. Because it's that story. Uh, yeah, uh, because it's this, uh, got the Queen music, because it's colourful, and it's a, it's a Big Mac that's been presented like a Michelin star meal, is my biggest pet peeve of it, I'd yeah. say. You know what I mean? That. You love seeing that. 
<laughs> I love saying that. Um, uh, I did so not get Oscar for best editing, and somebody <clears throat> took the piss and showed like the editing in it, and it's like it's apparently I don't know enough about like the nitty gritty of getting down to like the editing of like to say that's really good or bad editing. It's something I'd love to analyze more and work on. Um, so that's why I didn't comment on it. But you are right. Look at one best editing, and then everyone was like, a lot of editors were like, eh, mm, <laughs> really? <laughs> so. There you go. Um, so another film bites the dust. We move on. Oh, <laughs> you've, you've been thinking of that. Here we go. <laughs> the show must go on with Nicky Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna go. Killer with... Queen. No, sorry, that doesn't fit. Right, It's my turn. You fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> Two thousand and one, a space odyssey. Oofed. This film, right? I don't believe that anyone actually fucking likes it. See any fucking film people that go, oh my god, it's just amazing, the visuals and that. Fucking lies, right? Cinematography. Cinematography. People like films because they're fun. They're enjoyable. The fucking Space Odyssey, first 45 minutes, nobody says a word. It's just monkeys. And then, see the first time I watched it, this is how much of a prick I am, see the first time I watched it, I tried to convince myself that I liked it, I was like, oh, it's, it's cool then when I actually thought about it, I was like, that was shit, like, it just fucking, just tricks your brain into thinking this is cool, when you actually think about it, you say, is it cool, or is it just fucking symmetrical? And that's all it is, it's just fucking these shots that are symmetrical, that you go, oh, that looks, that looks really cool, it must have taken a while. But at the, at the end of it, oh, nothing that much happens. It's fucking long. It's boring. It's just, I, I just think it's pretty fucking shit. Listen, it's weird I that you say that, by the way, about that you try to convince yourself you liked it. I done that with the assassination of Jesse James with Brad Pitt in it. That very one. And uh, I bought it, and it's like a two sided disc, one of the ones. It's two parts. And I watched it all, and I was like, you see, because it, it was like three hours long. I was like, oh, I've got to love this, man. It's fucking, it's taking up three years of my fucking life. It better be good. So I like try to convince myself that I enjoyed it. And then I try to tell somebody about it. And I was like, I, I don't remember one thing about it. It was fucking pish. <laughs> that was the same with me. But I went and I was when I was working in the pub and the KP was like, oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, it's just film at its best. What did you love about it? And I thought, and I was like, nothing. Nothing, like nothing in me was like, oh, it was good. I was just like, I like, it's just, mm-hmm. just a fucking, just a film. Like, uh... I appreciate how much it done. See the end of it with a big baby, it just makes no fucking sense. And this is coming to a guy that likes weird stuff. I love a bit of weirdness that makes no sense, but it's just pointless. And I just, my main gripe with it is I think people just pretend to like it because fair it's enough. the fucking kill thing uh, you like. There, I think enough. there's some, there's some occult films that do attract a certain, like a certain person. That just Aye, people that think they should uh, like people, it. People that want to be known as like, yeah, I like films. Like, oh, yeah, I like, I like my niche films. Yeah, it's you just know? fuck it. There's, like, I was like, like you would sits and goes on. Kidding. Truffles is the worst. It has next over silent. By the way, silent. Silent. Arguing. Silently stewing about that comment. Nikki, Nikki, I couldn't tell you about the end of this film because I could, didn't make it through I think I made 25 minutes into 2001 I watched it three off. parts yeah <laughs> I don't know why you went back to it I just knew it wasn't for me 
after the, the first 25 minutes. I was like, and I completely agree with you. There are people out there who will just be like, oh, it's like an important film, but look at this, look at this. Nah, nah, not for me. Don't get any enjoyment out of it. It's like similar shots, it's not similar in the way that it's obviously not in space, but <laughs> th- it's actually good. There's good dialogue, there's character. It. still pisses me off that he fucking ruined the book, but <laughs> it's still good. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Well, listen, moving on from 2001, a space odyssey, back to Jack Higgins with your second pick. Oh, really fucked Ooh, by me. Baby <laughs> driver, I'm not kidding. <laughs> 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 Mate, honestly, thought about it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'll go with. I'll, I'll, I'll decide to grind somebody else's gears for this one. Um, La La Land. <sighs> You're a big Mike musical was... fan as well, aren't you? No, I'm a big musical fan. Uh, it's not even that I don't like the film. Uh, it's just that it is overrated, very, very overrated, and that is the question, isn't it? So. Man, that is the question. Is it overrated? Yes. yes. <laughs> so is it overrated? Yes. Uh, I, I don't even really know what it is about it. It's just, um, you know, some of the songs are okay. I like jazz music as well. So, you know, I like the kind of general premise of the film. But it just, it, it, had, it had too much in it that it didn't need, I don't think. The whole bit at the end with the the flashback just confused me. Like I didn't feel like it needed a, a real. Well, actually, it's not even that I didn't need a flashback. It's just that I think it needed better closure than like just <gasps> oh, kind of. I can't believe you've just said that. Uh-huh. Anything, anything else about the movie criticizing that I would have been fine. I want to come back to this point about the ending, though. No, it's, it's, it's not even. It's not even that I didn't. Again, I, I'm on board with the ending, and I and I like didn't mind it. But just the 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 film as a whole, and how kind of wishy washy parts were for me, um, aye, overrated. I think good movie, but very very overrated. <laughs> Doesn't deserve the acclaim that it that it got. Um, and if anything, if you're going to compare it, like I didn't even see the Greatest Showman, but I think <gasps> like oh, because Jack. they were around the same time, I think Greatest Showman would probably be a better musical than La La Land. La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> a film he's not even seen and he's like, ah, oh, bet you better. Christ. I, I know that, that, I know that sounds uh, weird, but what I mean is in terms of actual musical and what it's and what it's trying to achieve, La La Land for me doesn't actually fall into that category of being a musical, musical, you know, it's like, it's like Baby Driver, you could call Baby Driver a musical because there's music in it uh, uh, a lot of the time. Jack, I've seen, well, I, I don't, I'm not. I wouldn't go out of my way to see a musical, but with the hype of La La Land was getting, I decided to watch it one day, um, and it was it was okay. I was like, uh, it's exactly what you say. It's the definition of overrated. I was like, it's not making me go like it changes my views on musicals. It's it's just a it's a film, and it was good. It was okay. Um, I I agree with you. Just, Nikki, just have you seen La La Land? No, mate. So, uh, <laughs> it's overrated, Nicky, don't watch it. So I can, so I can <laughs> but see. But I'll tell you what, uh, when this podcast finishes, I'll be going right on to watch it immediately. <laughs> it sounds the brilliant. Th- he, here's the thing about <laughs> La La Land, because it, I, I actually think it's a very divisive film. I think it's a bit like Marmite. You either love it or you hate it. So the fact that you say that you dislike it or you think it's overrated, uh, it doesn't bother me because it's like, right, film's subjective anyway, so you get different things uh, from different films for different people. The mm-hmm. only thing I take issue with 
It's the comment about the ending because it's my person. I'll go out on a limb here. I was trying to think if there's anything else that beat it. It's my favourite ending to a film really? of all time. Really? I, and I'll, I'll explain why because it it's in musicals you expect it to be the fairy tale wrap up for it. You expect it to be the crowd pleaser. You expect it to be the happy ever after. Oh, you mean like Phantom of the Opera and Les Miserables and all that? The ones that oh, everyone... In your general, <laughs> in, your, in your greatest showman musicals like you brought up, you expect it to be a nice wrap-up. But the, it actually deconstructs that and shows you how artificial that is by doing this sort of elseworld scenario like on an actual like theatre set and having it all staged and stuff like that and then just cutting back from that to them in the club looking at each other just going back to their reactions it just takes you back to reality and that's what I liked about La La Land is that it, for me deconstructs reality and fiction in a way when it comes to relationships and shows you that even though you might not be the one for each other in the end it doesn't mean that your past relationships don't have a profound impact on I you but I do I do. I do completely respect your point of view um, on the film, but no, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> again, I don't really have strong feelings about the ending. I just thought, like, in fact, I watched it that like not that long ago, um, so it's fairly fresh. But I just remember watching it again for a second, or maybe it was a third time or something, and and just being like, it, it kind of leaves it. I don't. I don't know. It kind of leaves it on a confusing note. I feel like it doesn't. Doesn't properly explain. Like I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me not not fully getting it. But um, yeah, I, I just feel like there was there was more they could have done with it. And I feel like he, throughout the whole film, has just been pure whiny a lot. Like he's just whining mm. all the time, whiny, whiny, whiny. Find um, him an annoying character. A, a wee bit, a wee bit, yeah. I feel like he, he has all this ambition for himself and blah, 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 and then, I don't know, he just fucking, he throws it all out the window, and then, I don't know, he doesn't treat her very nice either, and I don't even like Emma Stone, but it's all like dirt. <laughs> now, imagine it was Anne Halfway in that run, I'll kill Completely different. Aye, that's funny at the window. Uh, that was a fairly civilised discussion, and I'm going to try and keep this next portion of the show the same, because I understand completely that I am in the minority when it comes to this film, I you just to want to be in the minority, mate. I do, right, right, I'm fine, right. I'm fine. You know that's not. You know you that's not. That, you know it's not true. You, you know, you know it's. You know it's not true. No, I you don't. know it's not. Why would I come on this show and give you an opinion that I don't actually stand by? Because <laughs> <laughs> we discussed this film. You started saying it was shite. Then it went to. Oh, it's just don't because you got me that wound up. You're getting me that wound up again. It's Forrest fucking Gump. Forrest fucking Gump. This is this goes beyond the film, right? And Nikki, like, I'm, I love you, but I want to take our personal previous arguments about the film Jeff out was, of what I'm about to say. I said to you, I'm already the bad about energy Forrest Gump. The bad energy about it. All right, I'll be saying nothing. The thing about Forrest Gump and what makes it overrated for me is that it's Tom Hanks doing a fairly one-dimensional performance all the way through. The type of performance that if Will Ferrell gave would be criticised heavily um, by a number of different outlets, in what? my opinion. You're a, a fucking idiot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what? I swear to God, you're but a all, fucking all, idiot, all of us, all When of he's a fucking sudden, lying down, mate, with Bubba, Bubba's dying in his arms. 
No, Paul Nikki, that's one-dimensional, Nikki. That's one-dimensional. One in my opinion... He fucking sprinted that again to get his people out. In my opinion, it's, in my opinion, it's one-dimensional, Nikki. Your opinion's I, fucking I, wrong, mate. Respect, <laughs> the film, to me, has no substance. It's just like, oh, let's oh, go through all of these... Yeah. Let's, let's go through all these historical... Listen, I've, I've listened to all of your tripe. All right? So, like, <laughs> so let me talk about Forrest Gump. <laughs> All right, you tearing apart fucking Stanley Kubrick, Nicky, Jesus Christ. All right, listen, Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump has a movie that goes through different historical events. It's like, how can we get Elvis in this movie? How can we get different Elvis presidents in, in this movie? Elvis wasn't in it. Elvis wasn't in it. Elvis was in it. Some guy who was Elvis. in a TV program in it. He wasn't actually in it. Idiot. Yes, he was. He was with Elvis, idiot. Uh, Elvis he was with died the film came out. Don't start. <laughs> hey, the guy playing Elvis uh, yeah, in see when we were arguing about this before you said nothing he does has any impact yet he teaches Elvis how to fucking dance no yes but, but the fuck, fucking half an hour into the film it doesn't actually have like that's not an impact mate well, there's no impact. impact Elvis didn't have an impact mate I mean fucking <laughs> Elvis <laughs> had an impact Forrest Gump doesn't have a fucking. He impact. taught him how to dance in the uh, context of the film. It's a, ridic- it's a ridiculous notion. And the main reason I think it's overrated <laughs> is because this came out in the year 1994, won Best Picture against Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, and Jurassic Park, which didn't even get nominated. Four Weddings and a Funeral, also, which I think is four better movies that came out that year. Four that Weddings and a Funeral was better than Forrest Gump. It was so different. In my opinion, time. Forrest Gump <laughs> is not as good as those other films. Mate, I might change my mind still, on this. Mate, I'm going to use a horrible word right at that point. They still call people fucking retarded and all that. Whoa. And then you've got this main character with obvious learning difficulties who shows people that don't have learning difficulties how to have real morals and make people have a, live a better life. Listen. He's beside Jenny as a fucking cunt, if that's, right. a, that's, that's her name, mm-hmm. isn't it? We can all agree like that Jenny's a cunt. Mm-hmm. With her through everything. And see the bit, for you to say he's one-dimensional, see the bit where he says, is he smart about his son? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. his voice is going, and you can see, and she says, he's the smartest in his class, and he does the wee gasp. Mm-hmm. It is fucking heartbreaking. And then when you see him sitting, and he's sitting upright and that, waiting for his son to come back, and you realise he's got a purpose in his life. He'd always wanted that with Bubba, Lieutenant Dan stuff, he'd latched onto people. Then he's got his son, he's Forrest Jr., and it's just absurd that That's you can it, say that's right. one dimensional. Uh, the, 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 beauty, the beauty of cinema is that people are going to get different things from it. But you're I'm wrong, happy. mate. It goes I'm, happy. I'm, I'm happy. Emotional. I'm happy you like Forrest Gump. I hope one day I like Forrest Gump if I rewatch it. I hope I'll like it with the next time I watch it. My feeling in Forrest Gump right now, the last time I watched Forrest Gump was all of these things. All right? Yeah, that's why I find it overrated. It's our own, it's our own subjective opinion. Nikki, why don't you tear apart an R classic? You know, Ben. What's your? How are we finishing? <laughs> well, I look, mate. I know you but he knows I don't like this film. Wolf of Wall Street mm. is fucking shit. Mm. I hate it. Right. So first of all, it's three hours. I can't believe you're giving me grief for fucking Forrest Gump. And you're coming after well, right, I, okay. No. It's three hours, right? And yet everything feels rushed. That's his opinion. Truffles, <laughs> let me talk, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's three hours, and yet all the scenes feel rushed. Like, it's so quick to go through everything of how he gets to this point. The only bit that's, like, good and that lets it ride 
is when he's on the Quaaludes. That bit's good. So I don't think the acting's very good apart for Jonah Hill. I think it's, as I said, Rust. I think they spend so much time trying to make him the hero, they make the FBI character the most boring character in the fucking world. The guy who's... Like, you can't figure out who you're supposed to root for because Jordan Belfort is obviously the bad guy. He's stealing for people, cheating on his wife, taking loads of drugs and all that, which obviously people then think is fucking great. The guy who's actually doing good is the FBI guy, but it's a struggle to root for him because he spends so long trying to make Jordan Belfort the hero that he's then just getting nothing about him. And see, this, I always talk about this, the scene that pisses me off the most is when it's the end and it shows you him sitting in the subway as if, like, oh, look, he's still a fucking loser. You know, like, he is, he's the guy that's fucking out for these people that watch this film and think that Jordan Belfort's fucking class. And it's just, he still owes fucking so much money to people. And yet, this shitey film's made him a pure hero. I, I fucking resent it so much. Resent from Nicky, um, look, he said that he, you might take issue with this because you are a fan of Wolf of Wall Street. I believe you put it. Um, when we did the films of the decade show on uh, in your list for that, so mm-hmm. uh, what's your response to it? Nicholas in here. Uh, I mean, when he says it's too fast, I think it's it's filmed like that because it's meant to be like his lifestyle that was just hard drugs, sex, and go for it. Like that was his total mentality at that time. So the film is like that because you're totally like overwhelmed by what he's doing because he's overwhelmed he's going after everything so and I think it's rushed because there were so many points in his life that the film wanted to show and it's like three hours but it shows everything and the, the main points that he's doing I, I agree with you you don't know who you're out for I agree with you the FBI, uh, FBI guys oh important. sorry see my last point I remember that one more point see when he doesn't side with the FBI the movie's pointless it's pointless at that point because you're like well he's fucked at this point <laughs> so it's like but you could just stop watching now. he's fucked and yet there's like another 45 minutes and you're like uh, we're just watching this going well he's fucked man like there's no, there's no comeback for this and see the big like that the the actually when it turns as soon as there's that big I'm not fucking leaving you could stop watching it there because you're like well that, that's you done then man you're fucked you've <laughs> got to sit through more fucking shit I think you're wrong. Uh, because uh, the, I get what you mean. He's a bad guy and you try not to root for him. But I think he's like, you try not to root for him, but there's like a redemption. Like, is he going to get better? And then soon he has every chance to get better. He doesn't. You're like, fuck's sake, how's he going to get out of this? Because at the end of the day, you're looking at it as a film, like face value, without knowing the actual backstory. And you're looking at face value, you're like, how's he going to get out of this? Is he going to get out of this? what's going to happen so every chance he gets he fucks it up fucks it up fucks it up so at the end of the film I think you're supposed to look at it and go well we had ample chance to fucking get out of this and like hopefully have a better life but he doesn't but he still mm. gets out of it some way but the FBI guy I get what you mean that was a bit of a fucking farce because you'd really want someone on the good side that you can go I fucking go after him kind of thing but it doesn't happen like that Kyle, I think the Kyle film, Chandler's class as well I really like Kyle Chandler as an actor I um, think the film is meant to be just as if you're with him, like just drug fueled fucking go for it mentality. And I think you're supposed That's to That's what enjoy. I don't like about it. I think, I think it's, you're it's tapping into these wee guys. But I think you're all dream of that per lifestyle of oh, I could get that, I could build that, but you fucking can't. And that is a fucking fact. It's I not gonna happen. That if you didn't know I think it annoys you more, Nicky, that the guy is real and he got away with it. But see if it was fiction 
I don't think you would have a bigger as big a deal with it. You know no, what I mean? but if it was fiction, I would think it was more boring. So I'd be like, what's the point? This guy's just done nothing. He's just got really loaded, then fucked it all. Mm. Higgins, do no, you have a... See, a I don't have any here. strong, strong feelings on it. I, I actually, I'm kind of... I'm hearing Nicky out. I think... I've watched it twice. I don't think I've really, really gotten it uh, anywhere near as much as people seem to like love it. So I think I'm probably on the same boat. It's a bit more overrated than... Um, most films welcome, seen, welcome to the kill book. I, I also <laughs> I also agree with his <laughs> I agree with his uh, his opinions on like Belfort the real guy and how you know they've obviously painted it in a different light and getting somebody as high profile as Leo to play it and to play it so well as well like you do kind of dis well you, well you definitely dislike him for most parts of it because of his actions but at the same time you know, he's living the life and you're kind of like, as you said, Nicky, the wee guys in us go, oh, that would be fucking class, wouldn't it, to be taking loads of drugs and being rich as fuck and all that. So, and have Margot Robbie as a wife. So, fair enough, who doesn't want that? But I think, uh, aye, because it's a real story, like Luke was saying, it certainly makes you dislike the kind of premise of the movie a bit more because you're like, this is, you're showing the, the glory of a guy who doesn't deserve uh, even like a wee smudge it, do you know what I mean? See, another I, thing about it is, sorry, Truffles, see what you were oh, saying sorry. about fucking Brian May and Queen the Queen movie? Hmm. You can tell that Jordan Belfort was heavily involved in this. Because hmm. first of all, nobody ever called him the Wolf of Wall Street. There is no evidence of ever being called that. Fucking secondly, he doesn't, he wasn't, I don't think he was even like that fucking scarily loaded. The Jonah Hill character, loads of the things aren't fucking right about him. They pure, like, made up loads of shit about him. And also, see when you see him in interviews, he was in on an interview, I think it was 60 Minutes or something, that American thing. She brought up, like, do not still owe people quite a lot of money. And he fucking was raging. He was like, I thought yeah. this was going to be an intelligent interview. And like, walked out of it. So you can tell, if they had tried to tell the real story, showed the victims, all the poor people he was fucking stealing This off. is what I mean, Nicky. That's what I mean. See, this wasn't a real story. I don't think you'd but be look, as angry. Me, if you're see, if you, to be if you sat a and watched a 60-minute interview with a guy about a film that you hate, then it must be like, if you didn't... I did film was a clip of it. It was not a full interview because they left, I said. Right, we do need to wrap up. We Sorry, but my point is, mate, again, I'll say it again. If you're your uncle, it is a fucking film about a real person. And it's shite. I think you make a good point about the morality thing. However, if we're talking about movies that could influence people to think the wrong thing, there are many other films that you might like, like Clockwork Orange and Joker, that could do that in a different way for different types of people. So that's the only hit back I'd have on that. And but they're I, both made up. Right, so... The Clockwork Orange uh, didn't happen. Neither did, neither did the Joker. I don't Joaquin think Phoenix isn't actually fucking mental. <laughs> and the other thing is, if a three-hour movie can make it look as though like it goes by in a flash. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I'll that's just that personal I, taste. You can, it is, it is, you can watch and it doesn't feel that long. That's personal taste. Listen, that was a good, that was a good, you know, getting our... I don't our, like arguing, Matthews. <laughs> that was a nice wee, a nice wee, get our, get our uh, bones moving there, you know, uh, get, get... What? Yeah, I agree. I don't know, man. I'm exhausted after that episode. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Balls on time for me, man. Get, get, let us know what oh, you I think on or Twitter and Facebook and wherever else you can find us. Um, for tonight, it's goodbye from me and from everyone else. Good night. See ya. Avatar shite. <laughs>